Hey, 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 how's it going out there, my mushroom lovers? Oliver Carlin here, and I'm the Mushroom Man. I'm about to jump into a podcast with Paul Karasik, who is the CEO and founder of Psychedelic Institute, and he's on a mission to basically make psychedelic information, therapy, and medicine available to anyone, anywhere. And he's, um, he's also an author on his 10th book, and he's hosting Awakening 2003 in Los Angeles at the end of this month. So let's jump into the podcast right now and talk to Paul. So the big question is this. With over 10,000 different species of mushrooms, how do people that want to benefit from their various medicinal properties accurately identify them in the wild, grow them at home, or make them taste delicious without having to read confusing medical reports and possibly eating a poisonous look-alike by mistake? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Oliver Carlin, and welcome to Curative Mushroom. All right, we are live. All right, Paul, thanks for joining me today on the Curative Mushrooms podcast. How are you doing? Doing great. It's good to be here. I was excited when I knew I, knew I was going to get together with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm so happy you took the time. I know you're super busy right now with the uh, the event coming up at the end of this month in California, in Los Angeles, and um, and everything. So I know coming on is uh, definitely you know you got so many things going on. So thank you for doing that. It's good to be here. Yeah, thank thanks for mentioning. We'll, we'll give people some details on that, but uh, that's July 28th and 29th in Los Angeles, and we'll be streaming worldwide. So wow, we're, wow. We're, we're, we have nice. folks that are all over and um, they can act, get access to the best, most up-to-date information, education, um, contacts mm -hmm. uh, by getting connected to the Psychedelic Institute. So I'm glad I got a chance to mention that. And But let's get into some good stuff for your, your audience and, and, and really- Yeah, yeah, them. absolutely. So- um... So why don't, where, where does this all start for you, Paul? Like you've been, you've been doing, you've been involved with psychedelics now for quite a, you know, quite a long time, as far as it goes back as like the 1960s. So like, where, where does this all start for you? Like, how did you get involved with psychedelics and why are you so passionate about it? Yeah, well, psychedelics, um, you know, I go back decades uh, with it and, it changed my life. You know, it was a day in uh, 1967 and um, where I took LSD. And, you know, everybody has their own experience. I was out in nature and I was about 22 years old, maybe 21. And I, I had a revelation. And I tried to deny that revelation uh, sometimes, but I could never deny it. And the revelation came in a download on this LSD trip. And it was just three words. And that was, God is love. Mm. And I, it wasn't the words, but I knew it. I knew the essence of what was being said, not not the words. The words were no, just no, no. Yeah, I know what you mean. Representations of of what I was knowing, right, right. I knew it, 
and I went, oh no, everything makes sense. Mm. Everything is love, right? Yeah, <laughs> Everything's <it is>. love. <laughs> it is. Totally. Yeah. Totally. It's incredible. Absolutely. And, you know, it was blissful. And mm. that really triggered me to, and we had, you know, kind of tiptoeing around. There was a little group of us up in, outside of New York in the country, a uh, group uh, in Monticello, which is about 80 miles outside of New York City. Okay. And, um, and we were a little, you know, a little community in this kind of straight world, right? Nobody did psychedelics. I mean, now look at the community you have and uh, the communities out there, networks of people. We didn't have any of that. So we were, you know, we were hungry for information. You know, we were trying to learn, like, you know, mm -hmm. we didn't know where to get LSD. We, you know, we wanted to, we read all, whatever we could read, you know, the Tibetan Book of the Dead. Uh, the Tao, uh, you know, mm -hmm. ancient books that somehow related to this experience. Wow. And, so know, what, what made you, what made you want to try it, you know, the first time? Like what, I know you, you took it and you had this amazing experience, but like what, what made you want to do it? That's such a great question. Yeah. And it's funny because I've been thinking about that, Oliver, like what, what, and I was, and I, I think it's the fact that in those days, right, 60s, growing up in the 60s, it was the epitome of emptiness, mm. a very um, empty society mm. that we all shared. We all knew there was something more than get the house, get the kids, mm. and then, you know, fence around it. We yeah, all knew yeah. Intuitively, that didn't add up on the ledger. Yeah, and, yeah. Was, something wasn't right, right? right? Like, <laughs> the whole thing was set up. You know, like we just, it just wasn't adding up. And, and, and that disconnection from not only our outside, but our insides, you know, made us want to explore this stuff. Mm. And, we started with Hawaiian wood rose, which you can still buy, um, and has uh, either mescaline or psilocybin in it, uh, morning glory seeds, you know, tough things to get down. And, but so how did, how did you like find out, how did you find out about psychedelics? Like, like you knew something wasn't right, but like, did you read a book or like, was there like one of your friends mentioned it? Like, how did you like... Yeah, they finally was, tell you know i should try this like but it it, it it's it it oozed into the regular drug culture at that time so you have you know a whole distribution network of drug dealers mm -hmm. who are selling all kinds of different things mm -hmm. and then somebody says can you get acid and them being you know so the distribution back then was through sort of standard traditional distribution of of drugs you know mm -hmm. that so that's where i got it from um you know i knew a guy who um you know was connected you know and, and, and that type of thing and I, I that was out of my league at that time so back then was there like it wasn't really known about these health benefits back then right that, that we know i mean like today i know a lot right i know it's everywhere in the media now yeah. about health yeah. benefits I don't know. You're right. I don't remember reading a lot about yeah. this. It was more of a mind thing. 
Yeah, there were some books, Doors to Perception. Timothy Leary started writing some things okay. with him. He was kind of like a fellow Voyager more than like leader. Like he's our leader or anything. Nobody really ever took him that seriously, except his writings were great. Um, um, it was giving, he gave validity to our experience, you know, so. Mm. Um, and there were little bit, you know, we were hearing about things going on in the West Coast and because I was on the East Coast. And so we knew there was a summer love then burst out in 1967. In okay. Um, so word was starting to get out. It was starting yeah. to become a popular thing at that yeah, time. Yeah, well, yeah, amongst this subculture. Mm-hmm. And largely yeah. the can- and largely the cannabis community. People and it's funny because now a lot of people who do mushrooms um, have done cannabis, and it's. I think you may. I don't know. Do you see that pattern? Oh yeah, we do. Like me personally, I <clears throat> I started with mushrooms because I was thirty years in the navy or twenty years in the navy, and um, so I never did anything. And when I got out, I did mushrooms, which woke me up. And then after that, tried marijuana, and then I was like, wow all these two plants, they complement each other so well. Yeah. Like I I enjoy both, but yeah, most of our community agrees. Most of the people I, you know, I associate with, they do both. And so, yeah, I find that they're very, they complement each other really well. They do. You know, so, so you had that kind of flow through, right. Similar to now, you know, looking at the field in terms of business, uh, we have a lot of cannabis people getting into, mushrooms and psychedelics and that that type of thing. So it was a similar, you know, similar kind of pattern there. But yeah, it was, you know, you struggled to get information. Uh, the war on drugs hadn't quite started yet. I mean, they were still doing acid tests and. Oh, so it wasn't like illegal yet at that time. It, it was just, it had just sort of turned the corner, but okay. <clears throat> you know, there wasn't narcs on every corner which is what, okay. it, what it became. You know, you could okay. be in a group of people and there could be two, two people. Isn't that weird? Like, you got to be worried, like, what people, someone might be watching you because it's you're no, eating yeah, a, it's a plant that grew out of the ground. <laughs> no SS. Yeah. Yeah, for a plant. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, I, it's funny. You call mushrooms a plant. To me, they're somewhere between a plant and a dog. <laughs> that, that, that's, yeah, that, that mushrooms to me because they know you. Yeah, and yeah you. I like that. I like that. You know, in a much more like plants do too. You know, we know that, mm-hmm. but 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 it's more more of a relationship yeah, that, that you build a relationship, especially yeah. if you grow them. Man, yeah. if you grow them, you feel like you just gave birth. Yeah, and this oh, is like oh. your baby, and you're just like, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, mushroom growers when they get together, it's like talking about their children. Yeah, <laughs> it was that way. I found that out when I started mm-hmm. growing. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I mean that's the you know it 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 was an exciting time, um, and we we all had a vision. You know, we all kind of saw what life could be. Like there's a war raging in Vietnam. Uh, bodies are coming home every day. You know, mm-hmm. people with no arms, no legs, mm-hmm. uh, Agent Orange. And, you know, you're a vet. And, you know, that shit is still going on, unfortunately. The same exact stuff. Yeah. 
and but, it impacts so many military, so many veterans I talk to talk about the stuff they have to do. And they're excited about it when they start the military. Then they go out there and find out what's really going on. And they come back like with severe PTSD, depression, anxiety, because they're ashamed of what they did. A lot of them because they didn't agree with it, but they didn't know at the time when they joined what they were signing up for. (laughs) Isn't the the suicide rate like 14 a day, veterans a day? Man, it's up there. Yeah, I think it's 14 veterans a day commit suicide. Oh man, when I was in, it was one of the biggest things. Like we all had to be trained on suicide. Like as soon as someone even mentioned something like they were going to be depressed, we had to assign someone to have suicide watch on that person. They weren't allowed to be alone. Like we had to get them to a therapist. Like, like it, it was serious in the military. Like there's so many like procedures in place because like you said, it is a high suicide rate. It's hard, you know, because it did the dehumanization. You know, my father was in the second world war and he was an infantryman so that he was jumping into jungles with a gun shooting hand-to-hand combat had the purple heart and all that and i was a kid you know and i'd always say like dad tell me you know what tell me you know what it was well i know what you did but tell me what it was like and you know i wanted he would never talk about anything yeah yeah never not one word no no occasionally you know he would share little bits of wisdom that he learned you know like he said heroes those are guys that go crazy and they run at a tank. They do shit because they've lost their mind. Nobody does the shit that you see on in the movie, you know, in their right mind. You know, they, they just don't. They're, they're, he, he said it. He saw it. You know, guys that did those things. So bravery. Oh. think they were out of it. They, they just go crazy and they, they just run at a tank with a. Oh, probably like adrenaline, fear. Yeah, yeah, you just fucking, yeah, yeah, just, and then you wake up after, you're like, oh, I'm missing an arm, but I'm still alive. You're like, what happened? I've spoken to uh, Iraq vets who talk about shooting children Mm. because they're afraid they have. I don't even know how you live with yourself after that. Like, that that would be so hard, you know. It's a tough, I can only imagine. Yeah, it's a tough, I mean. And I don't see any of the hope except psychedelics. You know, yeah. I don't see, you know, therapists themselves admit it, you know, that, that it's ineffective. And mm. meditation, you know, if it worked, we'd every, you know, that would be great, but it's not happening. Mm. And um, to change and it. You know, it's almost like we were all meant to discover mushrooms at some point. Mm-hmm. You know? And it comes at different times, I feel like, for different people, right? Yeah. But man, when you experience the power of just a little tiny mushroom that, you know, it can fit in the palm of your hand and you're, you really become humble <laughs> to nature. Yeah. You're like, you'll, you'll touch, you'll put that mushroom like very carefully, like with a lot of respect <laughs> because it's the most powerful substance that I know of. <laughs> and, then, and when you think you know it and then it surprises you. Mm-hmm. And it shows you something else. It's an amazing I mean, teacher. Yeah, that's the thing about mushrooms. I think the thing is you have to work with them. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like I did. I did. Like you have to. We were saying you have to communicate with them, 
right? I mean, it's mm, yeah, it's intention. We always talk about intention. Intention yeah. is just you communicating what you want to yeah. do with the yeah. mushrooms, and the mushrooms are going to teach you what you want to learn, you know, yeah. and they're yeah. going to work with you, like you said. And that's why I feel like intention. Like for me, when I did it, intention was my intention was to learn about myself and yeah. who I am and what I'm doing here. And I asked the mushroom, I got down on my knees and asked the mushroom, I was like, please just show me whatever it is I'm supposed to know. And then I went into it completely humble. And I remember thinking, I'm not going to fight anything. I gave a hundred percent, you know, like I, I learned this from Russell Brunson. He's a, he's a famous, a big entrepreneur. You probably heard of him. He runs ClickFunnels, but he would say like, if you're gonna, if you're gonna learn from somebody, pick a coach. And once you have a trainer, Give, trust them 100%. Don't yep. be like 50, 80%. Well, I agree with this, but not just go 100% or don't go with them at all. That's why you hired them. I exactly. Mean, why, you know, exactly. If you had your own best opinion, then why did you know you wouldn't have mm. gone to them? And you don't know what you're okay. doing. No, I, I, I agree. Because I was going to say, I did, I went up to Topanga a couple of weeks ago and I did like, I thought it was, a high dose, but it was a, you know, the strain was penis envy and I don't know what it was, but it was life changing. It's like a month ago and you don't have that. You know, you, you asked wow. me the story about the first trip and, you know, back in the country with my girlfriend and, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that was life changing. And then there's a lot that are just, you know, kind of, I think, great experiences, insightful on certain things, mm -hmm. or just communing with nature. Yeah. Oh, man, I love that. You know, yeah. just communing with each other mm -hmm. you know, in, a, in a nice way where we're not armored and, um, you know, uh, again, you know, working against each other, you know, but mm -hmm. really with each other. Those are great trips, but some, but but some mushroom experiences are transformational. Yeah, and, you know, mm. and sometimes I don't know if you can program them. I I, I heard what <laughs> you said. I don't think you can. I, I don't think because I <laughs> I didn't expect what happened that day. I didn't expect what happened. Like I, I didn't know, but see, I didn't know what to expect. I was just like, just show me whatever it is, because I don't even know what I'm asking for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. You know, so, but you know, but to your question, why do people start taking it? You know, you have, a, I, I, I love your directness and I really appreciate, you know, your YouTube stuff, you know, happy mushrooms for depressed people. Mm. And that's so honest. You know, we come to this medicine because we're in trouble, because we're yeah. suffering. And you have to have a level of honesty that, that you were talking about, right? Where you come with a certain level of humbleness and say, mm -hmm. if I had my, you know, shit together, I wouldn't be sitting here in some tent, you know, or in Costa Rica or mm -hmm. Jamaica or whatever the case, or my own home or whatever, uh, about to do what I'm doing, you know, but, but I don't know, you know, I need you to show me. Yeah, I think, I think, um, 
it's interesting because I think a lot of people, it takes courage to do that, right? To, to trust somebody, even another human, 100%, but to trust a plant, 100%. And then you, someone has to be there to watch you most of the time. You got to trust that person 100%. And I think for a lot of people, it takes something so huge in their life, like almost wanting to kill yourself, <laughs> suicide almost, to be like, I don't care. I, I, I'd, I'm, I'm, I feel like dying anyway. Well, that, yeah. I trust you. Let's, I, I want to heal. You know, well, it's funny what you said. Those are the people that get the most out of the mushrooms. Yeah, these are the people that do want to commit themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, commit suicide. Those are yeah. the people because they're the most humble, the most that. humble, and most open, and and yeah. ready for that revolution. Yeah. Yeah. Life, you know, that's going to say yeah. Yeah. life doesn't have to be a struggle every day. You know, mm-hmm. it really doesn't. And get out of that mode. You know, the debt. I know before I did ayahuasca in Costa Rica, it was like, I, I verbalized this. I said, I can't do this anymore. I can't, I just can't keep doing the same stuff and insanity and expect my life to get better. I mean, you know, I, yeah. I got it, you know, and it's that, like you say, you know, like, you know, and it's not about ritual and it's not about, you know, ceremony. And this is a, you know, tie it, you know, this is, he's from this tribe and it's not about any of that stuff. Right. Right. No, no. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's, and there's a lot of people that get really into that. And I've seen, and you know, in our world, we see that a lot and there's nothing wrong with that. Like you said, there's a place for everything, mm-hmm. but to me, it was about, it's all about going inside yourself. And the ritual is good. It's almost like in martial arts. Like I do a lot of martial arts and martial artists are very spiritual people. And before they ever start anything, they'll go into, you know, complete respect with whoever they're, you know, and it's, it's a ritual, but it's really, it's showing your respect almost for what's about to happen. And they deserve respect, you know, more than anything, you know, and that's what, that's kind of the way I see it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's, that begins on the right foot. You know, I was talking to Breed and they said, my friend had a bad trip. And I said, you know, you trace back every bad trip and it's always set and setting. I, 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 Mindset going in and setting. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's a hundred percent of the time. You know, mm-hmm. you, just had a, a you, fight, like- you just had a fight with your girlfriend and all yeah. that stuff is still brewing and your body mm-hmm. is still... You know your body's all jacked up on the emotion stuff. Even if, even though you sort of your head is clear, you you know you're in that you know thing, yeah. and and that carries it over. What a yeah! What you a, really have to be able to clear your mind, right? You yeah. can't be going in there with a bunch of stuff on your mind. No, because that's not the point. The point is to go in there, clear headed, yeah, to learn and heal with the mushrooms. Yeah, you're dealing with your own stuff, and you're thinking about all this stuff going in. You're not in the right set not, to get into this. Yeah, or they, you know, where they, oh, they were at a rave and somebody gave them something. I didn't mm-hmm. even know what they took. That's the beauty of growing mushrooms, you know. Um, you know. Now, you know, like you said, if your intent is to go to a rave and be social and enjoy yourself, then that's yeah. your intent with the mushrooms. And people do that and they have a great time. Oh, yeah, right? no, I'm not knocking that, but 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 this person. You know, maybe it was the first time they did it, 
or second mm-hmm. time they did it. And, you know, you need yeah. to navigate those kind of situations. It can mm-hmm. be, you know, yeah, it could be a bad trip. You know, people drinking, getting ugly, whatever the case may be um, mm-hmm. around you or just the noise, you know. Yeah, yeah. it can affect you big time, like what's yeah. happening around you. I love the silence, you know. I yeah, mean, me too. Oh, definitely. You no, know, I, I, I so I like got. I'll, I'll feel I'll feel uncomfortable if, for me if I'm on a, a you know a moderate dose. Like I need to go alone. Like for me, most of the time, because yeah. I just at least for part of it, I figure at least thirty minutes I got to meditate. Like there's yeah. that's got to happen. Otherwise, I'm going to start feeling uncomfortable. Like I, it's the mushroom just saying, go meditate. Just go meditate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 30 minutes. Just go take 30 minutes. And after 30 minutes, you come back and you're like, oh, man, I feel so yeah. much better. You settled, you, know? yeah, you settled in. It's so true. Yeah. It's, you know, you're, it's, it's that respect, you know, that, mm-hmm. that's the whole thing. And that, that's the secret to it, you know. But, yeah, it's, I, I find that it's hard to have a bad trip if you – ask rather than tell you know tell the measures yeah and you know, I'm, I'm a little suspicious about the bad trips myself anyway because bruce lee had a famous quote he said or i don't know if it was bruce lee maybe it was someone else but they said you know you can look at a a glass of water it can be half full or half empty if i look at an experience that i had on a trip i can look at it and say oh that was a bad trip but I've had a bad trip and I can look at it another way and I can think I did a lot of healing in that as well. It seems scary as hell. I'm not saying it wasn't. I don't want to go back and do that again because it was terrifying. But man, I learned so much in that. It's amazing. You know? I mean, and that's, so, that's the most valuable trip you took. Yeah. That beautiful yeah. bad trip. It wasn't just a day on the beach. It was yes. Yeah, it was let's, terrifying. Let's go to the, yeah, it was terrifying. Yeah. And you did, that's what we talked about before, you did the work. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, this trip up in, in Topanga last month, it wasn't pretty. <laughs> yeah. you know, it just wasn't. It wasn't. You know, they weren't filming it because like nobody <laughs> wanted to take eat mushrooms, you know. Uh-huh. And it just wasn't pretty and but it was the most i have to say most powerful experiences in my mm. life yeah yeah so and i think i look at it like yin yang because one of the biggest things i ever have on a mushroom trip is yin and yang like the mushrooms like to show me good stuff and they like to follow it up with the opposite which is bad stuff well the way i think is bad but it's just another feeling of good and bad right. but i'm constantly going through yin and yang and so I feel like you're going to experience both. You're not just going to see, oh, the world's rainbows and sunshine. That ain't going to happen because it's not that way. You're going to experience the other emotions. They're going to scare you to death. But wow, you're going to learn so much oh, by getting yeah. the whole circle. Because yeah. that's what fulfills us is the entire circle, not one yeah. side of it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, no. And, and it's funny, the stuff we're talking about at the event in... Uh, at the end of the month, uh, Awakening 2023, um, we have a microdose panel. Mm-hmm. And I'm really a, a big fan of microdosing. I know oh, it's helped yeah. me a lot and, and so on. But I think a lot of focus has been lost on macrodosing. 
you know, it's become mm, much, yeah, popular, you're right. You're right. much more popular to talk about microdosing mm. than to say, let's do, you know, a ceremony. Or let's yeah, do a yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think ceremonies scare people, right? Because now they have to get someone to watch them and they have to have like a place to do it. There's, it's more involved, right? It, yeah, you, well, it, it couldn't. It, it couldn't. You said you'd love to do it alone. Mm-hmm. I, I love to do it alone. Yeah, I do too. And I, and I love, and I, you know, I enjoy people. You know, uh, I'm sure that at our event, you know, this month there'll be lots of action. You know, on the consciousness level, mm-hmm. but and you know, because people are having good, you know, good time. They're seeing their friends and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff, and it's nice. But but to take the take their it doesn't even have to be the heroic dose, but you know, just like you said, where you shut your eyes, you go inside, uh, and you, I, yeah, like just a gram almost. Like oh, yeah. honestly, I've had great experience. Well, my mushrooms are really strong, so for me, like you said, with penis envy and ghosts and stuff like that, like I've done half a gram and had a major oh, experience. Oh, I've yeah. had huge, huge. Yeah, totally. Even, even with an edible and a microdose after. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I, I can go with I, and even get patterns and fractals. Yeah. And all that stuff's available. I mean, yeah. You know, I like those lower doses. Like those, I don't go so far where I'm like really going through it, but I get an amazing message, amazing downloads, everything. Yeah. And I, I really enjoy under a gram area with my mushrooms because they're so potent. I don't know what that would be in a regular, maybe like, maybe it's a little more, maybe like double, but that's, I love that range. It's a, it's, it's really comfortable, you know, and it doesn't take you out of rhythm, you know, mm-hmm. you get back into the day. Yeah. And a gram or two is a shorter duration, you know, generally four to six hours. So it mm-hmm. doesn't, you know, have you jacked up at night. And that type of thing. Yeah, we used to do them at night. Actually, like I some honestly, for a lot of people, <clears throat> this is a this is something that we like to do. Me and my um pe- my friends and business partners, but not all the time. But sometimes, like if you just take it before you go to bed at night, and no one knows you did it. <laughs> really, I'm gonna go to bed, guys, <laughs> and I go it's to bed, so and lately, I'm like tripping, <laughs> but yeah. no one knows. It. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's so funny. Well, I was just. I forget who I was talking to, and we both said the same thing that I used to always do acid and then go to sleep. Yeah. And wake up like completely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was a six for me, that was the sixties thing. But mm. I do that a lot even with mushrooms now, where I'll yeah. I'll lay down, you know, almost and get kind of sleepy, you know, when it comes mm. on. Yeah. Rest. But, you know, it's finding, you know, one of the things that I think it's important, especially for a lot of your listeners and, and podcast uh, folks, is that it's that personal relationship that you're mm-hmm. looking for. And that's that's really to know when is a macrodose right? When should you be on a microdose regime? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like having, it's, that, it's like getting because they don't have any experience. You know what I mean? They don't have typically have a doctor there prescribing it and be like, well, here's your, you know, start here. Like a lot of people are just in the dark. 
And no, but the, doc, the doctors can't help. The doctors can't help because it's so personal. I was thinking the other day, I gave a gram of my mushrooms that I grew mm-hmm. to a friend, very, you know, and to his uh, girlfriend. And they came here to the beach and I did a gram. And I'm like, wow, what a beautiful day at the beach. And she's like very intuitive and, you know, kind of new age, like type type person. And this guy is like an old school Italian from New York. And I don't know if you know that particular culture. And, you know, I was very connected to that in, in my youth. Um, you know, the, the New York Italian culture. And it's a kind of a macho guy. You talking to me? You know, <laughs> but, you know. With it's like the TV shows, like Sopranos. Yeah, yeah so. your mother and your father will <laughs> go with just later, you know. <laughs> and he's not quite that bad. He's actually a lot more sophisticated. But, but it still has that energy. He didn't feel a thing. Wow. Interesting. Uh, yeah, because it's a personal relationship. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. And the ritual, you know, I think it's an important message to people. Interesting. That you, huh? you develop, you learn what your ritual is. You learn how you're eating, you know, the mushrooms, when, you know, uh, oh, it's a constant like you have a relationship with a woman or a best friend and like Mm -hmm. they change and you adapt and you accept them for who they are. And, you know, maybe they hurt our feelings and then you go back and you, but you're committed to the relationship and you, Mm -hmm. you feel that joy again, that you in the relationship and, you know, that's all in a relationship, you know, Mm -hmm. the amount of time you spend with somebody sometimes changes in the relationship. Sometimes you're with it like all the time and then like all of a sudden you don't like i haven't seen you in a year or two you know like uh, your your relationships change over time it changes and and so you need to be developing and this again is to your kind of your audience those net those things that you're making your own ritual you know Mm. like, like for example i like to smoke cannabis when i'm coming on now that's just my that's i find it relaxing Mm. You know, and I'm, I'm waiting for the mushrooms and the medicine. Yeah, I, I actually like that, too, because the mushrooms take a while to come. Yeah. So I like to smoke a bowl while I'm waiting. Yeah. And then it just kind of flows into it. Right. It <laughs> and all of a sudden you're in the trip. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 you know, mm. that's my thing. But somebody else, a lot of people don't like cannabis. Mm. Uh, they can't use cannabis for one reason or another. Uh, yeah. Whatever the case may be. So that's my ritual. You know, and, and that's what I think we're going to be providing a lot of education. The Psychedelic Institute is about healing. It's about education and mm-hmm. it's about community. And so we're going to be offering lots of different, after this event in July, different courses and leadership training and how to serve all different kinds of medicine, uh, you know, combo, mushrooms, ayahuasca, like help, you know, educate the educators, you know, and, and set a standard on that kind of stuff. But ultimately, don't follow, you know, I want the mess, you know, the message is don't listen to anybody, listen to the medicine. Yeah. You know, that, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like a hard thing, you know, like, um, it's like being a teacher, but saying like, but don't listen to me, you know, figure it out, you know, how to, 
play that chord or would write that song. You've got to figure out how to do that. I can teach you a certain amount, but the limitation is that relationship. That's the limitation. Yeah. And, and so if you're trying to structure, you're already down the wrong path. You know, it's, you know, it's a living, breathing thing. With, with mm -hmm. Like you said, oh, I wanted to tell you that horse, horse uh, whisper story. Oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to hear about that. Before you tell me that, hang on one second. I just need to do one thing. Give me one second. Go ahead. Can you send the deck and everything to Shimon? All right, we're back. Only so, yes, yeah, the, the mushroom whisperer story. Well, <laughs> we, you know, I'm talking about a relationship. And especially, you know, your audience that's growing and that's, you know, getting that into that relationship in a very deep, deep way. Uh, I had left psychedelics for a number of years and uh, not done anything. And then when I got back in, I was growing my own mushrooms. And mm. I didn't want to eat any mushrooms except the ones I grew. Yeah. I mean, that, you know. Kind of how I am now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, are you? Yeah. I, it, because, because you know what you're getting. You know exactly what you're getting. You built the relationship with the mushroom. Yeah. And it's fresh. We all know fresh is better when it comes to mushrooms. Right? I love, yeah. I used to love to pick. So, um, you know, my first, my first run at it, you know, very meticulous, I had timers and heaters and I, I grew in a tub and good, good first flush, good second flush, third flush, you know, mm -hmm. a little bit enough, you know, then every six, you know, about two months I'd do another batch. Uh, yeah. and I was having fun. It was in the middle of the pandemic. So, oh, nice. like, yeah, it was a great home hobby, you know, yeah. Get into when you're doing the little you're doing the tubs. That's that's one of my favorite methods is the little tubs. Well, no, it was it wasn't little tubs. It was the big mono tub. Oh, you did a big mono tub. Yeah, okay. with, with the with the jars. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so it was jars, and like so. Then I grow again, you know, and then and then I notice something. It's going on for like you know every couple months. I get more spores, and I you know I start a new batch and. You know, I was giving them away to lots of friends and stuff like that. Really enjoying it. Slowly, it started to diminish. Every flush got less and less. Second flushes were barely anything. Uh, oh, first, wow. first flush were like a third. Finally, got to where like hardly grew at all. Like you know. Wow. wow. So I go to this mushroom convention where it's all growers. Mm -hmm. uh, we had there's a group out here that consists mostly of all growers and i meet this guy and we're you know we're outside kind of taking a smoke break and we're sharing a joint and i told him the story i said you know i don't know what you know can you help me because i don't know what's going on with my relationship mm -hmm. and he looked him in the eyes and he said you got to stop really yeah, take a break. Wow. 
the mushrooms. Now I need to stop. <laughs> the mushrooms, and, and you said when you come back, you're going to be fine. But you got to you got to take a break. Yeah, it's like a take a break in relationship, right? You need to some alone time. You know. Wow, is, is aren't mushrooms incredible? You know, and he's and he's right. You know, I've got the bags from you. So to all your listeners, yeah, they come. They come when you need them. Like some people will get the mushrooms in a few weeks. Like they get them really fast. Yeah, and then some people have to wait for them and wait for them and wait for them. And it's almost like it's different for each person. You know, that's injecting them. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very personal thing. You know, and and he's he's right. I mean, my my you know my bags are growing. Uh, I feel connected. Um, I may go, you know, I may go back to Tom's, I don't know, I'll see, but, but it really emphasizes that whole thing that mushrooms are somewhere between a plant and a dog. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it listens to you, you know, you can pet it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's somewhere. I love that. I love the way you explain this. This is so good. Yeah. Right. Isn't it the same way we feel like we feel the same way about mushrooms. Like sometimes we'll even put music on like a low, maybe classical, like yeah. a really low classical music. <laughs> and we'll let the mushrooms listen to music while they're yeah. in the incubation room. <laughs> like That's it's so like you, cool. it, you do, you, you know, it's so cool the way you're talking about them because I feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. They're beautiful. Yeah. They, and they want a relationship. You know, they, they say they're, they, they speak to, you know, that feeling of wanting to heal. Yeah. Yeah. And even in the wild, you know, when I, I used to do a lot of foraging and one of the biggest things people would talk about, I think Paul Stamets was the one I was, I heard it from. And he said, if you go on, if you go foraging, you'll, you'll find it interesting because magic mushrooms will find you. Like as you're walking, it'll be like, you'll just find one and you'll be like, and it, but you only find it when it's time for you to find that mushroom. And it's really interesting, but yeah, it's the same concept in the nature, I think, as it is in bags. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm excited about growing again. I'm a little bit concerned with, you know, with the weather, the heating thing and all that stuff, but that's part of the, you know, the mushrooms know that. No, that you know, too. mushrooms are very resilient. They survive in nature, right? So they're not just going to die because the temperature dropped a little bit. They might go hide out for a while because they're a little bit upset. Yeah, <laughs> but don't give up on them because I'll tell you, the mushrooms—they don't—they don't—they'll come—they'll come when you least expect them. They'll just pop out, and you're like, "Holy mackerel! I wasn't ready for that." Yeah, I'm looking. Yeah, they'll surprise you because <laughs> a lot of times. I'll get a customer will inject their bag and they'll be like, oh, nothing happened. And they'll send it back to prove it to me. Like, hey, nothing happened. When I get the bag, it's almost fully white. And I'm <laughs> like, thanks for giving this to me. And then I'll fruit them myself. <laughs> wow. So believe it or not, a lot of the mushrooms I use is from my customers injecting their bags. That's so funny. And shipping them back to me because they didn't think it was working. That's and then amazing. I get them and I fruit them. So I'm honestly, most of my, I'm, I'm how do I say this? I'm using mushrooms that my customers in my community injected for me. That's <laughs> right so now. Cool. I love that. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> but well, it just goes to show, you know, it's like patience and yeah, you know, don't give up on them. They're, they're going to teach you a lot of things and they're going to teach you patience and they're going to teach you just growing them. You're going to learn about yourself. 
you know yeah. the whole process is healing i think yeah i, I think yeah. so too for me it really helped me during the pandemic you know being mm-hmm. isolated and we, we all were you know uh, it was my connection and i reignited my love of, of with the mushrooms and um just so grateful you know that like what a gift you know that nature has given us this like what a beautiful thing you know, and, and, and you're like this came out of nature's giving me this this amazing thing this is like better than anything i could ever imagine yeah and you're like wow you gain a whole new appreciation for nature you're like wow nature is a lot more powerful than you ever imagined <laughs> and then you realize you are nature <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly it's it's funny. Funny. that's right it's yeah we talk about nature like it's something separate from us right oh nature like it's over there somewhere yeah <laughs> and you forget that you are nature yeah <laughs> and when you take these mushrooms you remember <laughs> yeah yeah that's so true you yeah. are yeah you are the bird you are the ocean you are well you feel the spirit too yeah you. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I, I never asked you how long these podcasts go, but I think we've done covered a lot of ground. Yeah, this has been great. Um, thank you for sharing all that. This was a lot of valuable info that we gave. I'm sure it's going to help a lot of people in our community. Um, so moving forward now, you've got this event coming up here. Um, when what were the dates again? This July, July 28th and 29th. So July 28th and 29th. And so um, Awakening 2023 is happening in Los Angeles. I'm going to be there speaking. Yay. So, yeah. um, and so thank all you for the, all, your, all, your, all your fans are going to come out. Yeah. Yeah. And we can we get them a special like coupon code or like discount or something if they do sign up? Um, anyone from my community? Because you, they can go personally. Like, so you have it set up so they can fly out there and actually meet me and a, so many other amazing people in the psychedelic community, or they can attend virtually, right? And they don't have to fly out and they can attend it in the privacy of their own home, right? Exactly. You know, so that that's the beautiful thing. Um, and, and I think, you know, it appeals to different types, but, but uh, we'd love to have them. Just so you know, um, if people... We'd love to give you a discount. So anybody that wants 10% off, uh, will get a code. And I think Bree just texted me here a second ago and it was curative 10. So if anyone enters curative 10, when they go to your website, what's the website they got to go to? The psychedelic hyphen awakening. So psychedelic hyphen awakening.com. Yeah. Psychedelic hyphen awakening dot com they go there they use coupon code curative 10 whether they're attending virtually or in person and they'll get 10 percent off yeah and and we have exhibits we have 10 music acts that are all psychedelic informed in you know in terms of uh different genres you know we have a great hip-hop artist we have a lot of acoustic electronic and that's going to be going all through the day We've got graphic artists that are just wonderful and, and they've, they're giving, we've curated a nice show all through the day. 
you know, great vendors, people like you, and getting a chance to be part of the community. You know, so mm. what we're about is healing with psychedelics, about education, and about community. And that's that's kind of the the mission that Psychedelic Institute has. I mean, this will be our second year, um, and it's the energy's definitely up there on this one. Oh man, it's, it's getting exciting. It's getting close now, so I can yeah. feel the energy picking up. Like, yeah, like, yeah, it does. It starts to accelerate. You know, kind of like yeah, yeah. It's quickening, as they say. Yeah, that type yeah. of thing. So it's fun. It's a fun time. Um, and just so many great people coming on board. You know, we've curated great speakers on so many topics that people want more information. Ibogaine and addiction, uh, microdosing mushrooms. Uh, Last year we did a high dose panel, 24 grams, 25 grams, 30 grams. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, breaking, going into areas of education that aren't even being talked about. You know, we want to expose those things. Yeah. Uh, other legal psychedelics for people that are concerned, you know, and, uh, you know, we have a whole array of things now that are plant medicine that are legal, like Amanita muscaria, uh, yeah. Tana, uh, THCA. Uh, it's funny because Amanitas, wherever I go, I see Amanitas. Like, well, I don't know, maybe it was in Virginia where I was at, but it's like, man, every time I go hiking, I'll even park at the gym and there'll be an Amanita popping up. Like yeah. everywhere go i see amanitas i think amanitas want me to eat them <laughs> like, I, well, I, I, yeah, I just started i just started eating them and they're they're really um very different than anything you know i have mm-hmm. to say and you know i've had i've watched some youtube stuff and and some one of the speakers actually who forages for them and they say the same thing don't just jump into it mm-hmm. so we talked about relationship uh, it, they said, no, you got to just micro for like a month or two before mm-hmm. you do anything with them. Mm. That's serious. So there's a lot of confusion. That, that, that's, a new, that's, a, that's a new wrinkle, right? On the whole thing. You know, that's a real intimate relationship, right? You don't like, you know, before you're going to get intimate, you go on a lot of dates. Ah, I see what you're saying. Get to know each other. I like that. The medicine starts to know you. Well, you know, it happens with mushrooms too, but I think it's a little more dramatic with with Amanita. Mm. It's a different type of a teacher, right? It it teaches you a little bit differently. It does. Yeah. Yeah. It's a different messaging. Now, I will say this, though, on the event, if um, anyone listening, if they do go... Um, I'll give um, a free grow kit as well. So if anyone, if you happen to use Curative 10 and you go there and you see me at the booth, you're going to get a complimentary grow kit. Wow. If, if they if they purchase through Curative 10 um, <laughs> on this podcast, only here on this podcast only, they'll get a free grow kit if they purchase. Wow. Just email me, um, oliver at curativemushrooms.com. When you do that, and I'll get you guys a free grow kit after the event's over. So yeah. <clears throat> um, that'll be cool. Um, but other than that, Paul, yeah, this has been great. And um, so moving forward, I guess I'll see you at the event. And then any closing words that you'd like to leave with the audience before we end today? No, just, just I think, be brave. You know, when you're working with the mushrooms, you know, you always have to be brave and 
keep keep exploring and you know keep working and you, there's no there you know so you know continue yeah. you know and and that's mm-hmm. that's who your audience is i mean everybody that's listening to this podcast they've been brave you know they started growing they took they took action you know and executed yeah. on a new way to live you know healing mm-hmm healing old stuff mm, and that yeah. takes bravery it's easy to stay asleep yeah and keep going like a robot it's, mm-hmm. it's that it transition, yeah. you know it's challenging so i just want to encourage everybody that's beginning to explore or coming back to mushrooms or just started growing them to just uh like you said be patient and you know allow that relationship to develop and I, I encourage mm-hmm. you, you know the more you give to the relationship as we know in any relationship the more we get out of it so absolutely you know that's the wow. beautiful thing so that that's all i'd say and i'm looking forward to seeing you and playing with you and enjoying a couple of days in la together and you're going to come to the uh, after party on the beach yeah, well, I'm bringing my whole crew out there. So we're going to have everyone from my warehouse, my entire genetics crew. We're all going to be there and we plan to be there the whole time. Yeah, we'll be there for the beach. We'll be there before and after. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And, and the uh, um, pre-party would be really nice. Yeah, we'll get, we're going to start to, yeah, we'll start that. That's that, that was spectacular last year. I'm sure it'll be great this year too. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Paul. Have a great day, and I'll um, chat with you later. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, so if you want to know how curative mushrooms is helping sad people to improve their mental health by growing happy mushrooms at home using an all-in-one simple growing system that doesn't require any complicated instructions or expensive equipment, then head over to curativemushrooms.com.